Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Vineyard Collective Podcast. My name is Samuel. I'm one of your hosts. And my name is Kirsten, and I'm one of the hosts as well. Yeah, and we've got two amazing people, our founding pastors, Hap and Di Lehman. Thank you so much for joining us in this conversation. We're privileged to be here. Yes, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We've obviously started and are continuing a series, Citizens of Heaven. And this week, Di, you preached, and it was, guys, if you have not watched it, watch the message seriously it it was so powerful it was so real and raw and honestly challenging for so many in the room and i think if you were in the room you probably felt that but and if you're a communicator like i I say this in all seriousness you're one of the best communicators in my opinion and i watch a lot of people yeah like the way you can preach on your feet in a moment like you know some people like they just they stick straight to notes which is fine but like you i feel like you always know when the lord is on something and i just literally sit there i'm like the content I'll listen to, but I'm like, how is she like tapping into that? So yeah, it is phenomenal so message for real. But before and we have, get in, yeah, yeah. Have, you know what happened? Let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave it there. <laughs> well, no, she does have the ability to get you to laugh or cry within about a one minute span. It's ridiculous, yeah. and I don't know how she does it, but I've watched. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm still struggling with that. <laughs> but before we get into the meat of the conversation, yeah. we just want to hear a little bit about your life. One of the best parts about this podcast is we get to. Actually hear how you guys interact so could you give us the best travel story together but also we want to hear the worst so i don't know who's gonna go <laughs> hab is probably gonna tell the worst <laughs> <laughs> best place you've been worst place or some sort of travel story yeah well about the worst one was the time we went to jamaica <laughs> and we had this beachfront property and in jamaica it's real confusing because beachfront doesn't necessarily mean much okay um and they put us across the road about 500 yards from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> right. You need and, binoculars to see the right, beach. And so you didn't get what you paid for. <laughs> and she informed me this wasn't going to do. Well, that's code language for it's going to be a bad week. Well, when you live in Illinois and you expect a beachfront die, I mean, yeah. come on. You yes. need to have the beach at yes. your front door. But Hap is very heroic in this sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is. like, He's like, okay, I'm going to take care of it. And he did. And the next thing you knew, we were moving to a new building across the street, Beach View. Wow. So spouses out so there. So what started out it. as a disastrous vacation yeah. turned into <laughs> a luxury. an amazing vacation. <laughs> Way to go, Hal. Way to go. That's hilarious. Yeah, so two for one right there. There you go. Okay, Di, what's, yes. the, what's the best? The, the best? best? Well. Or one of them. Okay. The best vacation for me is... When all 30 of us are together. Yeah. So it's not just with Hap, although there wouldn't be 30 of us if it weren't for you. Right. (laughs) And so um, every year we do take our entire family Mm -hmm. to the beach. We love the beach and we love the Outer Banks. And so that's like 12 adults and 18 grandkids. And it's. Yeah. Now, how long have you done that for? Have you done that with like since your own kids were in your house? Like, yes. So my parents started that tradition with all six of uh, my family, uh, the brothers and sisters. And we did that for 20 years going up to Lake Michigan. And it was such an amazing way of building relationships with cousins, aunts, Mm -hmm. uncles, grandparents. And it ended up being something happy and I decided it's worth investing in. And so, again, Hap's been really good about. Whatever it costs, let's go. And then I'm I in charge that. of making all the plans. And so far, everyone's on board. So. We have a great arrangement. I have to pay, and she has to arrange. 
Yeah. And it works real good. It works. I'm not real good at arranging. Yeah. You write the check and she's got the <laughs> yeah. rest. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. And everybody good. loves it. And in fact, the grandkids plan from one trip to the next. They're already organizing what they'll be doing. They've been doing it. You know, ever yeah, since yeah. Uh, July yeah. of this year, they're all planning on what they're doing wow. in July that. next year. I love year. that. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. I love that. So good. Well, you preach a phenomenal message, like we mentioned, but you started off, it was just kind of right out the gate. You're like, I'm jumping in. I'm gonna, <laughs> and like, I'm, it was, I'm going. It was kind of a joke, but to me it was like, oh, like, oh she just said something so profound <laughs> that everyone was quiet on. They were Your quiet. Your premise was, what is the Christian vote? Which right. it, we're all asking that right now. What is what? Where should we vote? What should we do? And you used the analogy that you also had heard from somebody that that Jesus isn't a democratic donkey and he's not a Republican elephant, <laughs> but Jesus is the Lamb of God. And not only that, but he's the li- he's a line of the tribe of Judah. Could you expound on that? And yeah. I, I know we, like, it was something you threw out there, and I think everybody like I think like I, this is your only chance to laugh, and we're like, <laughs> I, I think it was like when you said that, like I think every. Everybody in the auditorium, yeah. Like I think you actually shifted their framework, yeah, a lot. Like right. I think some people are like, "Oh, it wasn't that much," but like, then why are you still thinking about it this yeah. week? Like, yeah. To me, like you shifted it so hard that like I sat back and I was like, "I've never thought of that." Right. Even though it's so critical to our faith that Jesus is the Lamb of God. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Let, let me just preface what she's about to say. About two months ago, you started getting really serious about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reading every book you could find. Of course, she cranks through books, you know. It's Are you an audible fun. listener or like an actual? Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same. And Same. I do believe on, on the weekend message, you shared some revelation that I never heard. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean nobody else ever heard it, but I'd never heard it. And I thought it was pretty profound. So yeah. I was proud of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think... I had been asking the question, what is the Christian vote? Right. Yeah. And as I read and prayed and tried to hear from the Holy Spirit, I realized that's not actually the question I should be asking. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because there isn't necessarily a, quote, Christian vote. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be people on both sides of the fence. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be voting mm-hmm. for different candidates, and yet their heart mm-hmm. is... Filled with Christ. And so I wanted to challenge people to really seek the Lord with this and be able to vote with a clear conscience. Okay, so that you're voting in a way that you truly believe honors the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, Yeah. that's so good. Lord of your life and Lord of all creation. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I was going with that instead of defining this is how you vote as a Christian. Yeah. This is how you don't vote. It's yeah. like, no, you vote with a clear conscience led by the Holy Spirit. And I think that the, the thing that I really appreciate, Di, was you made it to where like, like my vote isn't better than yours or like you're less right. of a Christian if you vote this way. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm seeing like honestly just like stir up on social media is like, well, you're not a, like a full Christian if you vote this way or you're not a Christian if you vote for this way. Mm-hmm. So how do you like, how do you keep that that perspective that you created, that Jesus is a lion and a lamb, and not let other people's like perception, like your perception of other people fall. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it's easy for them to be like, well, you didn't vote my way, so you're not as close to the Lord as I, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like playing this weird, like legalism, like yeah. if you don't vote this way, you're not as close to the Lord as me. Cause I feel like that's gonna be a tension that people are gonna yeah. have to actually navigate. Yes, so what do you guys right. think with that? Like, how do you, how do you navigate that? I'll say one of the first ways then Hap, you can add is 
It's an overhaul in how you see everybody. Mm. And that is, as yeah. a believer, so good. we must stop all judgment. Yeah. So good. You absolutely <laughs> must suspend, whether it has to do with politics, parenting, oh. right. <laughs> what you eat. <laughs> right. Right. Um, that judgment must yeah. stop. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd put it a little differently. I'd say everything starts lives and has all its being in Christ. Yeah. yeah. And so many of the conversations I've heard recently, I don't hear anything about Jesus. I hear all about we're gonna yeah. do this and mm-hmm. we're gonna do that. Or issues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. issue, yeah. that and, issue. Yeah. Um, you know, over and over I have to remind myself every single day this is about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did it. He invited me to participate yeah. and he is the shot caller, if you will, mm-hmm. the captain of the team, the one who he lays out the agenda, and yeah. I partner with him. So good. Yes. And so often I catch myself, oh, I want to do this. And, yeah. I want, and you know me, I'm never lacking for opinion. <laughs> but I have Die, is this true? <laughs> Definitely true. <laughs> so I have to learn, I, I have to first learn, he, this is his kingdom, mm-hmm. and I get to be part of it. So I start there. Yeah. yeah. And that, that kind of leads us into the second question, Hap. One of the things that you have always challenged me in, um, and I think it's critical in this series of citizens of heaven is knowing and growing in our identity. I think that's one thing that like, I think you've told me all the time, like you don't know your identity as much as you think. And it's not like a, a negative thing. It's like, dang, yeah. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's such an, encu- it's an encouragement to me. So what's one or two things do you guys think that people should maybe hone in on or focus on to learn more about their identity in this kind of political season as a citizen of heaven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think one of the things that I actually brought this out in the message, Mm -hmm. and it is absolutely essential to our understanding of our identity and the identity of every other human being. Mm -hmm. And that is being made in the image of God. And that every human being is made in the image of God. They are all equal before God with dignity, with worth, with value. And that has not been part of most cultures right. through yeah. the years, yeah. even the most advanced cultures. You right. know, Aristotle always yeah. taught some human beings are more valuable than others. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there was the superior and the inferior. Yeah. And that, of course, gave people license mm-hmm. to treat one another with injustice. Right. And yeah. so identity, first of all, seeing yourself as yeah. value before so God. Good. And that's big. Yeah. Because Huge. a yeah. lot of us have had a very unworthy, shameful, right. yep. you know, I'm not... Uh, I'm not worthy uh, of this yeah, Lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when we understood, know what our redeemed identity is, along with just even our, our original identity of being made in His image, yeah. and then we give that away to other people. Yeah, so, yeah that's good. Um, you know, I always say there's just two questions in life. One is, who's God? Mm-hmm. And the other is, who are you? Yeah. And you can't start figuring out who you are until you figure out who God is. Yeah. Because you have no context. The other night I gave a prophetic word and a word of encouragement to a young girl, high school girl I found out later. I said, you know, you have one opinion of yourself and God has another opinion. Yeah. And you're believing your opinion and you need to move to God's opinion wow. and learn to agree with him quickly because he's always right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what happens is we get these ideas mixed in our head. Most of us aren't as beautiful, as rich, famous, powerful, and successful as we thought we should be. So mm-hmm. we think we're a loser. Yeah. God thinks we're special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what Dai's saying is God thinks they're all special. You know, Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally, <laughs> Susie, Mary. Yeah. And we have a little pecking order. But if we don't know who God is, 
we don't have a chance of knowing who we are. Remember, we can only love people as we love ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. That's good. And most people don't love themselves because of their not matching up to what God's really said. They, are. Yeah. they only mm -hmm. they poorly match up to others around them. And it, it's just a cycle that crushes you eventually. Yeah. 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 So I want to lean into something you just said. It's not one of our questions, but I feel like it's totally mm -hmm. timely. Uh, you talked about you can't really properly love yourself unless you know what God sees in you. Could you guys talk? I mean, years of experience of building a history with God, your personal relationship with the Lord that really leads into a place of identity. Mm -hmm. You are way more secure in your identity than, you know, most of us would be because you've had years and years of time alone with the Lord. Could you share just like a practical step of growing close with the Lord? Yeah. Well, for me, besides being awesome, hat. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, for me, it it's just become a discipline. I show up yeah. at the to eat morning, noon, and night, mm -hmm. and I show up with the Lord in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. To start with, I, I'll have other times in the day, but that's my one time. I'm going to go to, and even on vacation, we tend to take time oh, with yeah. the Lord. Uh, it's just imperative that you set a time. You can tell, say, well, I pray in the car on the way to work, and mm -hmm. when I'm doing this. And Those are great supplemental times, but I just think you need a time yeah. when you're spending with the Lord. Yeah, we've always, thankfully, I now realize it was God's grace. We've <laughs> always had that time yeah. uh, in, in the morning to be alone with the Lord. But... Um, I have to say, you know, in about 2010, you know, our church began to go through this entire mm -hmm. revolution yeah. and revival of righteousness. Yeah. yeah. And that even catapulted us, even in our mm -hmm. old age, into a whole new understanding of the depth yeah. of Jesus' love for yeah. us and how he yeah. saw us as blameless and mm -hmm. holy and righteous yeah. and good. Yeah. And we became much less sin conscious and much more savior conscious. Yeah. And that changed everything yeah. and continues to change things yeah. for us and for our church. So, yeah. 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 I think it's, I heard someone say, like, to get out of that mindset of like, I'm not worth it. Like, I think someone, I think they said, um, if you weren't worth it, then he wouldn't have died for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and know. Like, I think that's like one of the things that like in this season has really helped me is like, um, if that person wasn't worth it, Jesus wouldn't have died for mm -hmm. him. And yeah. so like my perspective of them has to change. Yeah. Um, but it only changes when my perspective of me changes, like you mm -hmm. said. And yeah. it's like, it's like, so like what you're saying, it sounds simple, but what I found is like the simple things are the things that are actually remain true all the time. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not the complicated things. It's the things that stay simple that to me stand the test of time. Yes. And I feel like you guys are just dropping wisdom. Yes. So. So I, I do wisdom. think you need a, <laughs> friend a husband wife mm -hmm. are perfect yeah. but you need somebody who will be <laughs> challenging you bouncing ideas off yeah you have to have some outlet to encourage you and um, i'll give a shout out to mike campion a longtime member around here <laughs> he told me years ago and he, you too but he said if you'll pray out loud with each other every day a married couple will not ever get divorced wow, <laughs> wow. i've never heard that i don't know if it's statistically yeah. true but we every day i was going to ask you guys to, do something together yeah we do oh, five yeah. to every, ten minutes yes. of out loud prayer wow. i always I start <laughs> and we pray over various things like the church our family um you know that We'll have a good day together mm -hmm. that we'll be fruitful. We'll go with the kingdom. We'll be doing John 5, doing whatever the mm -hmm. Father's doing. Wow. And then you'll pray for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And each prayer is a little different. And about three to five minutes each. 
And then she goes off and does her stuff, and I go do mine. Yeah. After I've made her the coffee. <laughs> True. Right. We are taking it. some serious yeah. couple notes right now. What you don't know is this is on voice recording. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is for our yeah. own necessary yeah. marriage. But I think I think that what, what Kirsten just brought up about, like, what do you guys do in your quiet time mm-hmm. or whatever, I think is so important as citizens of heaven. Like, I feel like a lot of people can quote our American history, but they don't know our, our God's history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's good. That yeah, is. So, like, what's one of the, like, do you feel... And I, I know the answer, but like, do you feel that like even in this time that it's more important that we don't just study American history, but we actually learn about like the history of the God in the Bible, that we actually spend time in our word, that we spend time in praying? What do you feel like that would do for a citizen of heaven? Like yeah. if they spent a little, like maybe like three extra minutes of just praying daily, like you said, you start off in the morning. What do you think that could do for someone who's maybe really struggling in this season? I mean, I think it would be miraculous because... Again, even in my old age, what I discovered is there's still so much more to learn. And as yeah. I dug into the Bible and 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 read other uh, authors, I've always been blessed by other yeah. authors that I was able to see new things and mm-hmm. understand even more clearly God's government, yeah. as it were, is yeah. for our topic mm-hmm. at hand. But there's even more to the depths of the redemption that Jesus yeah. brought us, yeah. and so. It's ever learning. But if you don't have that commitment mm-hmm. to the word and to a very specific time, it just basically yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, so I definitely yeah. would encourage. I, I would just add, ever since God created Adam and Eve, he wanted a family. He wanted to be a father. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament shows his attempts to be a father and how the Israelites fell short. And then you read the Gospel of John 100 times. Jesus refers to him as his father. Mm-hmm. In essence, showing us that we're to have that kind of relationship. So that that's sort of a historical look. God's been attempting to be our father, and in Christ, he becomes the father that he always planned to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if we can see him as a healthy father, it, it's a big step forward. So history, people don't know the history are bound to repeat it. So yeah, It is an interesting thought. He just slips in a bar right there and yeah. it's like, eh, it's yeah. a joke, but it's like, no, he's serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thought. The amount of training and studying to yeah. become a citizen of a country people know like yeah that's good they study and study and study yet in in our christian walk at times we could love jesus with our whole heart but like never pick up our bible right you know and i think that's such a challenge in this season especially in the identity Mm -hmm. in all of it i mean do we know the the citizenship in which we are saying yes yes and i think it would totally change the way we interact with people both sides you know what i mean And, and i always always put in a plug for church history. Yeah. So I love to read church history. Same. And oh. um, uh, yeah, so I referenced in, in my message just that a couple illustrations, when you look back, mm-hmm. like at Nazi Germany, you know, 94% yeah. of the people claimed to be Christian and yet right. supported wow. Hitler. Uh, a large percentage of them did. Or with the Rwandan genocide, you know, right. both sides where a million right. people were killed. They yeah. both were Christians. And this is actually very prominent all throughout church history. Happy and I love to watch PBS shows of mm-hmm. like uh, English history. Yeah. And I mean, you see they beheaded people yeah. that didn't believe like they did right. and yeah. all in the name of God. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of distortion about what is Christian and what right. is not Christian. I often want to say, God, why don't you just you know, <laughs> jerk us by the right. tail, you know, yeah. get in our face and shout. But he doesn't do it that way. But we have to stay teachable, humble, learn, you know, yeah. learners. And uh, he has yeah. lots of lessons for us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was a part in your message, Di, that you said, like, you didn't have enough time to get back to. Yeah. Or like, you, I think you said, like, we don't have enough time to get in this. Yeah. Part. Listen to the podcast. So yeah. this is that moment. Everyone watching, oh. this is the moment. The cliffhanger from yeah. Sunday, yeah. now yeah. revealed. You, tar- you started talking about a little bit about, like, the satanic government. Yes. We, we look at one side, but we don't look at the other side that's at play. Can you go into that a little bit more, like, how that plays out, mm-hmm. what we're dealing with, actually? Because I think, I think we have this misconception, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, it's just me talking, that, like, it's all just Jesus right there and there's no opposition. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's because that, that scares us yeah. or maybe because thinking that there's demons mm-hmm. at play or principalities at play may frighten us. Yeah. But we have to realize that there, if there's this side, then this side is actually fighting yes. back. So yeah. could you could you press into that a little more yes. and, and ha- feel free to jump in as well? Sure. Well, let me just back up a minute. So as I mentioned, I just committed to do a lot of political reading and on both sides of the fence, but both uh, always from a Christian perspective. And what I found was lacking was the supernatural worldview, Mm -hmm. which we we do have here. Obviously, we're not the only church, but we actually do. We know there's a whole lot more going on than what we can see. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Apostle Paul is clear. You know, we don't battle against flesh and blood, but there are rulers in the heavenlies. As a matter of fact, there are gods over different nations and so when Jesus came, mm-hmm. um, you know, he addressed this. And so in a lot of the political discussions, this was, wasn't was even acknowledged as like being something that yeah. we actually have to be aware of, even yeah. as we go to vote, mm-hmm. as we ask the Lord for his wisdom. But backing up to Jesus' ministry, he did not take on the Roman government. Yeah. And this was shocking to any good Jew because their expectation was right. when the kingdom of God came, the government of God came, it would be established. Yeah. The throne would be set up like the throne of David and right. boom, Israel would be on top again. Mm-hmm. Instead, Jesus attacked the satanic kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, yeah. know that the kingdom yeah. has come. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is a whole other realm we don't focus on it. We're very aware of it. We don't yeah. focus on it because Jesus actually defeated it. Right. Yeah. Now, the bad news is it hasn't departed. Right. And yeah. that's, again, why we have to learn how to live that out right yeah. now, whether it's, you know, through our earthly government or our own lifestyles. Yeah. 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 I think you're absolutely right. The Jewish people missed it. Yeah. That Jesus came against the real enemy, which mm-hmm. was Satan. And if Satan manifests, it's typically in sin, sickness, poverty, mm-hmm. those kinds of issues, mm-hmm. uh, oppression. So much of our political talk today is trying to put uh, natural world band-aids, if you will, on these issues. Yeah. And it's not really going to be a long-term solution. You don't change the hearts of people by making a rule. Mm-hmm. You, you can make penalties and on and on. Right. But what we want is people transformed from the inside. So Christ came to give us a new life, yeah. a new being in the inside that would actually walk in the ways of power and love, truth, and understand how to deal with this. So mm-hmm. the kingdom is a huge issue. It is. And, yeah. Yeah. and most people, I hear lots of Christians talk about the kingdom, but what they mean about the kingdom, mm-hmm. I don't think is quite what Christ was talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a tough issue, but... And deeper than probably this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Half and I were, we're having this fine. discussion. And again, a lot of what I was reading and the way we could even con- reconfigure like the political discussion, uh-huh. there's people are, who are contending for conviction, truth. Mm-hmm. You know, this is truth. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other side, if you will, who's like, no, compassion. Yeah. Compassion. This is love. Yeah. And 
we need both conviction yeah. and compassion. And I want to say, and we need the charismata. We need the gifts of the spirit. Yes. We need yeah. truth. We need love. We need power. Yes. And and how that all manifests, mm. um, well, you know, that's, you know, we can't control that. Yeah. And Hap is right. You know, it's not just about instituting some new policies that put into effect some new programs, mm-hmm. but... We need power from the Holy Spirit to set captives free, yeah. Yeah, to on. deliver the demonized, to heal the sick, you That's know, to, excited. Yeah, <laughs> to forgive the sinner. And then we do need our own blood, sweat, and tears yeah. to make sure, okay, my friend who's been in a wheelchair all mm-hmm. his life, well, he's going to need some assistance. Yeah. We yeah. need to step in. Right. That's where the social programs come mm-hmm. in, providing a home, providing a job, providing training. Mm-hmm. And how all that unfolds and looks, I'm getting excited because yeah. I think we're on the brink of seeing that happen in our nation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think it's just so, like you guys are both hitting on like, we need to address the unseen too. Like, yes. I think yeah. it's so easy, and myself included, like to get caught up in what I do see, like, well, I don't like this. I don't like that. But I think it's so important that we deal with the unseen realm, which is a phenomenal book, but like <laughs> the unseen realm, because I think we just, like you said, history is repeating itself. Like we'll deal with it until someone's elected and then we stop praying and interceding and then we wait to the next election. I think it's, it's what you're saying is so important. And what I'm hearing is like, we need to do that continually yeah. Yeah. and then allow the kingdom assignments mm-hmm. to actually play out on the earth. Yes. Well, you, you know, know, there's an old saying in the business world that today's solutions are tomorrow's problems. It was wonderful when we had um, said the government can't form any set religion in America. Mm-hmm. And, we, and that evolved into separation of church and state. So the government, in essence, can't even use the right tools to correct the problems because right. they're banned from anything right. <laughs> of religious mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. And so it, the, the, the cycle just gets worse and worse. And um, the, the prospects of a lasting peace are less in a situation when you can't use the right weapons. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, that's um, so true. That's nobody, I'm not blaming, I'm not pointing fingers at either side. It's just the facts of what we live in. So yeah. we have to yeah. make the best of it. So good. And I think that's the, beauty, the beauty of the perspective of citizens of heaven, right? Yes. We actually have a higher view. We do. We actually yeah. have the ability to see, uh, we're not oblivious to the things that are happening in this world, right? But we actually have the ability to say, yeah, but Jesus, what do you see right now? Yes. What, what are yeah. you seeing in this situation? And bringing those heavenly solutions to those earthly problems, I think, is is so important. Yeah. Our final question that we're going to kind of land on is this has been a challenging season for so many people. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I want to kind of narrow down to like the church leaders and the business leaders. I, I can feel them almost saying like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't know if another opposition is going to be the thing <laughs> that takes me out mm-hmm. of this. And as leaders for over 40 years in, in church settings and also in business spheres as well, what encouragement do you have in this season for the people like going, okay, not another question, thing. But okay. Yeah. First. Okay. Well, yeah. Just this one <laughs> just, and we'll keep going. I've got a lot of questions. Yeah, sure. We have lists and lists, yeah, but yeah, yeah. right That's now, okay. what would you say? I have say? notes in my yeah. phone that yeah. just yeah. says dies messages. Yeah. Dies messages. <laughs> the, the short answer. Yeah. And then I, you go mm-hmm. and then I'll be more, uh, I'll talk a little more, but nothing's ever as bad as it seems and nothing's ever as good as it seems. <laughs> and when you live with that philosophy, it's like, okay, yeah, we're in a bad thing. You know, I've seen, I've been to Northern Ivory Coast on mission trips. Yeah. And I would still live in America in this mess than live in the primitive thing. That's yeah. nothing against them. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they look like a National Geographic. But it's building. perspective. Yeah. 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 And it's like no electricity, no running water. They're drinking out of dirty rivers. And they're 
okay and they seem happy. I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the short answer uh, is something that has been cultivated in our life uh, since pretty much 1977. So we got married in 1971, but since 1977, after we were baptized in the Holy Spirit, which is absolutely non-negotiable, <laughs> is we have been learning to live by faith. Mm-hmm. And what it means to live by faith is the impossible is no problem for God because all things are possible, yeah. only mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And and I know that can sound like Pollyanna-ish or yeah. you know, falsely like cheerleader. Mm-hmm. It's actually the truth. Yeah. When you know how to live a life of faith in God, yeah. you know, obstacles become opportunities. Yeah. You know, um, we're not focusing on all of the things that have gone awry right, right yeah. now. Right. We, we're aware of them. We're not denying them. Right. But we're like, God, you're so much bigger. And what do you have yeah. that you want to bring out of this? Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, history, both biblically and you know, yeah. uh, historically or nationwide, shows that it's always when you trust God to yeah. bring the good that he yeah. wants to bring out yeah. of it. Nothing can separate you from his love. And yeah. so I think it's that whole attitude of faith. He is who yeah. he says he is. He's yeah. going to redeem this. And we're constantly listening for his wisdom and mm-hmm. his guidance to walk yeah, through and it. If you listen to most people, right? Today, they mostly live by how they feel, feel yeah. or what they see, how yeah. they, what faith is. But it, I think it is also interesting that um, a long perspective, there's more of the kingdom here today than yesterday. Jesus said mm-hmm. the kingdom's a mustard seed. It's growing. Mm-hmm. It's getting yeah. bigger. Yeah. So I'm believing there should be more love, more power, more truth breaking in. His power is becoming more manifest. And oh. I should be excited about that concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. And instead of being down in the mouth and I can't make it. And mm-hmm. and I know the experts are saying maybe 25 to 50 percent of the churches won't even reopen. Mm-hmm. Pastors want to quit. Yeah. I'm Restaurants, sure that, too. I'm sure Hospitality. Yeah. I'm sure it's true yeah. with some of our business yeah. leaders. It's been tough, um, particularly if they're in the service oriented things where they have lots of people laid off. Yeah. But um, this whole perspective that we're on the winning team. Yeah. And the Psalms are huge. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "The you know the righteous, uh, I'll never, I'll never leave them. I'll take care of them. Yeah. I'll give them favor." I just have to keep reminding myself what's truth because the, the river's flowing that way, and I'm trying to go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to beat a river, but with Jesus, we can do it, right? Yeah. 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 Happy, you're using the word perspective there. And um, I was talking with Putty today, and I think it, he was sharing. I think this is a quote from the uh, uh, prophet Bob Hazlett, who's visited our church before. And um, he recently made the statement that during this COVID season, Mm -hmm. he was being asked, well, what's the role of prophecy? He said, interestingly, he believes the most helpful thing that prophecy can do right now for us is not predict. Like, don't predict when it's going to be over. Don't predict, like, what's happening next. No, Prophetic voices should be giving perspective, yep. yeah. which is exactly yep. what you were saying, Hap. And for, I think, again, as citizens of heaven, we would say, you know, put on the faith goggles, yeah. you know, see what God sees, yeah. because faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm-hmm. the yeah. evidence of things not yet seen yeah. with the natural eye. Yeah. And right. so I 
I think yes. So good. That, yeah. Let's put on that perspective. It's so yeah. good that that the actual gift of faith is yeah. actually a prophetic gift. Yes, I think is such a revelation because mm-hmm. um, oftentimes we could put faith in the category of I'm just trying hard enough. Yes, yeah. you know, like I'm just hoping. Yeah, just yeah, put, yeah. you know, and it's a lot of like mustering up yes. your own faith. But the truth is, faith is just realizing He is really faithful. Yes, and that is the ultimate perspective. Yes. He will not let us down. And yes, I love so good. You guys are saying. <laughs> so I think it's so many times people get the misconception. You guys have both said this to clarify, but that like faith is means I'm denying what's happening. And I don't see that in the scripture. It's just the evidence of things not yet seen. So if I'm seeing it, then my faith doesn't need to be applied there. It needs to be applied past that. Yes. I think it's so critical that as citizens of heaven, that, that we don't just continue to focus on what we see. Right. And we talked about this with Mike and Julie. We did this on our our prophetic um, episode, but as people who are extremely prophetic, You've called so much out in both our lives, people in this room, many people. Yeah. What do you feel like the Lord is doing in this season? Yeah. So for me, I see you guys as legacy people that we look up to. A lot of people do. You both have remained teachable. Like <laughs> literally it's humbling to hear how many books and conversations you guys have and opposite perspectives you're willing to both mm-hmm. listen to. Yeah. What would you encourage people with or prophetically say like to people listening, because not only do we just have people from our church, we have other churches listening to this. We have so many people who we may not think are listening that actually are. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So what would you guys say to that? What do you feel like the Lord is saying or doing in this season that um, could just help us all? Yeah. Well, I'll let you, I'll go first and then you can finish <laughs> up. <laughs> um, the essence of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, This is my encouragement to everyone in this season, prophetically speaking. Invite the Holy Spirit to make Jesus bigger, better, and more beautiful than Mm. he's ever been. Invite the Holy Spirit (laughs) to unveil his beauty, his majesty, his goodness. We haven't even begun to tap the incredible riches, the depth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so prophetically speaking, I'd go there. And, and be asking the Holy Spirit, who that's his favorite job, <laughs> shine the light on right, Jesus, right. reveal yeah. more who he is. Yeah, so, so yeah. good. I would take a look at, at, and I've done this personally, but I would look at who who I am vis-a-vis Jesus. Is, am I close to him or am I thinking of walking away from him? Because it's a perfect time to evaluate your own uh, relationship. In fact, Peter encourages us, take mm-hmm. a look at, mm-hmm. at how well you're connected. And... When I see people who are willing in this level of turmoil to walk away, I think of all the saints who have in -hmm. China and other countries Mm -hmm. who battled through stuff that if we're at level uh, five, they're at (laughs) level 500 or something. And it's like, wait a minute here. I can surely get through this, but I'm going to anchor in deeper than ever. I don't want to be found as a, a, a fair weather friend um, I like you as long as you bless me and yeah. when things aren't quite as good as I think they ought to be. Yeah. And I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. No, I sign up. It's Jesus Christ mm-hmm. front and center. I'm his kid. He knows where I am. He knows hairs on my head. He's taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And worse comes to worse, I get a trip to heaven early. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a party. Yeah. It's a party. Trinity party going on. Oh, I so love it. Uh, you got to keep things in the right perspective yeah. and yeah. anchor in. This is a great time to reevaluate your faith. Yeah. Uh, sadly, we've seen a lot of people that we think have 
coming to church or watching online, that doesn't bother me as much as the people who have pretty much said the Lord isn't with me in this time and walked away. That's what really hurts my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. That's so good. Well, we're going to end this podcast like we end all of them. We're going to play a game five for five. It's the first thing off your head. After we say whatever word this it is. This could be dangerous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was a little nervous about to have, not going to lie. That means I'm not allowed <laughs> to talk. <laughs> you know, there's a large part of you that I almost feel like I'm staring a little bit into my future. Just your personality type is very similar to Samuel. Hey, I'll take it. Yes, there yes. you go. All right, I'll, I'll start us off. Um, walks. Fun. Twice a day. That's I love it. I love it. Next one. Books. I need the uh, Reader's Digest version. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff knows knows it. Unlimited budget. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Papa Dell's Pizza. (laughs) Where the church started. Yes. Mm, I love love it. it. Weekly if possible. (laughs) Uh, Next one. Family. Mm. Best blessing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God's incredible gift. Mm. Mm. Parents, let's just take a second. If you don't feel that, could you release that over parents yes. watching that? Yeah. Because I think in this, in this season, season, we're like, oh my gosh, my kids. Mm. And I, I just, there's so much wisdom and I could just feel it. Of course, it, so. many of you know, I pray with many couples mm-hmm. yeah. who have been unable to have children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I get to hear their stories and their heartbreak. Yeah. And that resets me every yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, so... Yeah. Father, yeah. you are Father. First and foremost, you created family. You ordained that we would be fruitful, we'd multiply, we'd fill the earth. And the the injunction you gave to Abraham was he was chosen as the father of our faith to speak the word to his children. Mm. And so, Lord, I release just that blessing to every parent listening every mother, every father, that they would right now receive the Holy Spirit's reset to see this incredible gift they've been trusted with, Mm -hmm. these children, and to trust you, Father, for the wisdom and the strength and the love to carry on in Jesus' name. So good. So good. We got one more. Last word, worship. (sighs) Presence. Mm. Intimacy. I love it. I love it. I love you guys. (laughs) Yes, this has been so much fun. Again, thank you so much for taking time to answer all of our questions. We have lists. We have lots of questions. And we will will have to pick up some other time. But yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching this week's Vineyard Collective podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. And if this blessed you, would you share it with a friend? It would actually help other people find encounters and freedom in this kind of season. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week. See ya.